Greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, welcoming you once again to another episode of our Dragon's Demand Run-Through. Uh, as always in the intro, I kind of like to digress a little bit and, and get you guys caught up on all kinds of cool things. Um, I actually give a shout out in this episode to Adam Dillo, who wrote into the show and was giving a shout out to David Ratke for rolling the first hard 20 of episode 33. I want to remind everybody that it's really easy to get that D20. Just write into the show at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com. Uh, give a shout out to the hard slinger that rolled it, and I will send you out a D20 and a sticker of the show and a gold doubloon as well, if we still have those in stock. I know we do because I just sent one of them out. Remember, though, only one winner per show, so if you missed it on one of the past episodes... Uh, just look forward to future episodes. I still got the hard slingers rolling. And by the way, if I roll a hard 20, the option still applies to you guys. So don't forget to get that in. Also, please don't forget to follow us over on YouTube at Roll the Hard 20. Leave us a comment. I'll give you a shout out on the show as well for all our new subscribers. I like to like to get that out there. Uh, if I've missed anybody, please write into the show. Don't forget to do that. And I will give you a, a post shout out. A post shout I can't think of anything funny with that, so we're just going to let it go at that. Uh, don't forget, head on over to any one of our podcast apps. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on Amazon and Audible now. So you can get caught up on all of our uh, archives as well as the current role play session of the AP of the Dragon's Demand that we're running right now. Yes, right now. And I hope everybody's having a great time. Currently, we are in the works of starting a new AP in conjunction with the Dragon's Demand. As time goes on, I'll be giving more information on how you can listen to that AP before it drops for the rest of the world to listen to. Even the Martians out there, because you know everything sent out in the internet keeps going. Anyways, sorry, I'm digressing. Uh, let's just warm up our dice and top off our glass as Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents episode 35 of our Dragon's Demand run-through. Oh, Hung Clay's Library. I guess that means I'm timed out. Yo, out of here. Now. Now, now that the party's arrived with Junior, it has. Hell Mark yeah. Time. Mm-hmm. How you guys Hello. doing? You guys ready for this? Yeah. Mr. Happy. Mr. Happy. Junior, you got audio? He's too busy scrapbooking right now. <laughs> He's on Pinterest. Is he on? Is he in? I, now, what side it, of uh, that shower curtain <laughs> is he on? Is he in the tub or the toilet side of that thing? I'm on the, I'm on the toilet side. I told you, man. Seen, uh, <laughs> we hear a flush during the middle. It's all good. <clears throat> He's oh, facing the water, the the uh, water uh, tank. He's a like, room, I'm having room. issues, so I had to relocate my office. I um, having a hard time logging into Hero Lab for some strange reason. It's not letting me. I got in. I'm good. Sounds like a you problem. It is a me problem. Sounds like a credit card problem, maybe. My wife say, when I say that. Think I listened to the, the last episode. You're better half canceled your uh, Hero Lab 
Oh, it's now the zero lab. We're not yeah. paying oh, the zero lab. Uh, <laughs> insufficient funds, son. <laughs> um, no, I listened to the last episode. It sounds damn near professional, guys. They have near audio. Almost. almost seems like we know what we're doing. Yeah, right. I mean, holy shit, guys. <laughs> you guys should do Thanks, a podcast right, on this at some point in your life. Yeah. You, you know should what? be recording this. <laughs> you know what's funny like is making a good meal you have to have the right ingredients and we do such an italian thing of you to say what a metaphor for an italian guy hey forget about <laughs> it huh hey seven this course meal guy. you know it's funny because i think the the show's been going for like what three and a half years junior something like that yeah 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 it's been going for a while it, it we turned it into a business like i think three months after we started it's an actual business so llc as your general no, account, private owner, I have to look over those. Uh, private papers. owner, I already have an attorney, and I have a tax guy. <laughs> ah. Junior, did you find your uh, hero lab? Um, it's asking for provide credentials. I mean, I'm giving it the same credentials I give it every other fucking time. Look at this guy; he just prints his shit out. Yeah, I got my hero lab, mother. Yeah, I, that out. Out. Good for that. I did check my stuff in Hero Lab because there was stuff that I didn't notice, like the way my armor reacts with acrobatics and stuff. So it yeah. was good. But and I have it if you want to QC me, DM. But oh, shit, no, I believe you. That's a cool hey, thing. Why would you lie when we're having fun? No, just like I make a very some, surprise. Some people, have, some people have different uh, uh, views on what's fun and not. I told my guys, if you got to lie about an imaginary game we're playing, that's pretty sad. <laughs> and that just means your imagination isn't strong enough that you actually have to fabricate your fabrication. What does that mean? Whoa. Whoa. Get lost Whoa. in the matrix now here. Ooh, my head just exploded. <laughs> Are we ready? Uh, like I don't have my thing up there. I, I don't know how to find it. Put your it. dick print on it, man. Let's get this thing shaking. I know. Try log dude. out, log it's in, going. play it on your phone. Hell, your phone's the size of a small tablet anyways, right? I know. That's... You still wear it on your belt? Yeah. Like a 40-something dad. Yeah, like that's right, mo man. Motorola. Getting up there, too. As I was explaining to Chris and everybody else earlier, sorry, guys, right now I'm uh, feeling a little under the weather. Dude, I just want you to get fucking hammer job and us go back into the uh into the bar so we can talk with the bartender <laughs> uh that night was so much fucking fun chris <laughs> yeah by any chance um uh, on your screen on your account can you see my character sheet when i added it to your uh thing let me look stand by standing by this is actually uh, Brian's birthday. It is. Happy birthday, man. Thank you. I'll go easy on you, David, because you're the first <laughs> one to say something. Right in. The rest of you are fucking dead. <laughs> oh, my God. The Whatever. teacher loves me. <laughs> I texted him this morning. You did. Um, I did my homework, teacher. Eric emailed me at 3 a.m. Did he? Now, I don't know if that's my time or his time. Well, his time no, is actually your time. time. So, yeah, that's midnight. So that's not too bad. But I mean, there's been times I've I've been up at like 515 and I'll see a text from him. So I'll, I'll message him back and he'll reply. 
Now that's Holy two o'clock shit. in the morning, dude. <laughs> Just a really, really good robot, dude. Yeah. What's going on? And then he'll <laughs> he'll carry on as I'm as I'm on my way my way to work and everything else. I'm thinking, don't you have some place to be? And then I remember he doesn't. So nah, even if he's throwing or stealing hobos, you know, recyclables. He's a uh, security guard who works in Northern California, and he likes to roll up on the sleeping bums in his security truck with the high beams on and the radio loud and just basically boot them out get get out of here you know <laughs> leave your, leave your aluminum cans for me i'm taking them dude we got stories on that guy is that <laughs> the dude that played the doctor in the carrying crown no that's uh eric brown he's another eric yeah, there eric eric's a guy that that uh brian and i grew up with <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, Eric is a guy. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> he is a uh, Junior, I can pull your character. Okay. Uh, Ooh, is there any way you could... Uh, one or two hands, man. I, I can't export. Export's only ah. available in uh, 2E on Hero Lab. Of course it is. Of course. Can you take a picture of it? Like a I was going to say, just old school. Yeah, uh, hold on. Yeah, I will. Screenshot. Yeah, I will. Hold on. Windows key shift S. So what? I'm wondering, should I keep all this in or not? What about the bumps? No. We're oh, are you recording? I am, but what I'll do is I'll, I'll cut all this shit out and I'll start it back in. Do a bloopers reel. There you go. We could. Yeah, I could babe. put it on the back end. But I need to know where to start it, so. Uh, hold on. Hey, that Sunday, so you said 11 your time. That's what time? Our time? Who? Two, two, two o'clock our time. Mm-hmm. What's the Friday thing? Uh, the Friday thing. I just want to make sure because we're going to be using um, like roll 20. Okay. So I want to just make sure like everyone logs in and has like, you know, I want to do like a super quick like mock fight. Um, okay. So you guys can like move yes. tokens around. Thank you, Chris. Yep, you got hit points. I can send like you that. my um, email too. I played roll 20 a lot, so. As yeah, far as the I'm, I'm, I'm a little less worried about you. It, it's more these old fogies here. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about the like, you know, the guys who are either 52 or staring down 52. We're just, you know what? We're like a fine wine. We go down smooth. Oh, I'll ask my wife. So many things I can say. Right. About. And go down with that life alert. That's oh, gonna be <laughs> falling and he can't get up, son. <laughs> Oh, that should be the new tagline for the show. <laughs> we fall in and we can't get in. up. <laughs> Are we ready? Yes. Yeah, All let's right. do this. <clears throat> Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, welcoming you to episode 35 of our Dragon's Demand run through. And with me behind their individual virtual eyes of destiny, my heart slingers yeah yeah so i'm a little under the weather tonight as you guys can tell i'm feeling a little <laughs> congested but we are going to give it our all in our digital rage room and as always we're going to start this shit off with some more news yo i need to give a shout out to adam dillo you nice. <laughs> that's right <laughs> thank you for writing into the show and telling me that ratke was the first to roll 
the hard 20 of episode 33. I actually think it might have been Stabby because uh, I listened to it today. I'll be sending you out your sticker, your D20, and your genuine gold doubloon that we use on the show. In fact, I just sent that out today. And today is, what's the date today? Oh, December 1st. Today's. I, I should know that. Uh, <laughs> also, a shout out to both <laughs> Jason Parpart over on the YouTube channel and also Adam Dillo, our two newest YouTube subscribers. Thank you for subscribing to the channel. Uh, over on our Facebook page, we've got a lot of new faces who've joined in. In fact, I checked it this afternoon, and as of the past five days, we have 12 new uh, individuals who have joined Roll the Hard 20. So if you haven't already joined our Facebook page, head on over to Roll the Hard 20 on our Facebook page. Also, don't forget, subscribe to the YouTube channel too. We'll give you a shout out because I want to give it to you, the shout out. And uh, I think... Uh, Anything else we want to add to this, guys? Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> no, no, not that. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Done with the business. Now down to the fun. You know, algebraic expressions and shit like that, right? Yeah. Get my abacus. <laughs> you abacus? So. Weren't you the episode... guy that was just saying, it, don't mess with him because he's old? Now you're talking about abacuses? Is it abacai? Abacai? What's the below of abacus? Murder of abacuses copy that so in episode 33 at the end you found one of Hunkley's servants Methesic, uh hiding in a barricaded room off the kitchen Warren who just disappeared you managed to calm him clean him with your hand and uh, get him to start talking he told you how Hunkley went crazy over an individual named Barlow who welched on a deal and then uh, he set the, which basically set the wizard off. And at that point, that's when Methesic hid. Methesic had also mentioned to uh, that two of the other servants, Linus and Saba, had left the manor during this, this irate portion of Hunclays and set off in search of Hunclays uh, hidden cachet, which seemed to be to the north of Belhaim. And that caught the ears of Stubby and Dempsey and right now we are currently in the kitchen waiting for Warren to come back trying to convince Dempsey for us to freaking go and look for a treasure so I guess my question is where are you gonna go north is a pretty big pretty big area and you can see that Methesic is, is standing next to Warren and they're talking back and forth to be we don't we we don't have much information on it maybe we should i'm all for it but we also have a job to do here uh, yeah do we have a do we have a time timeline to, for this to be finished i don't recall the baroness telling we had to have it done by a certain date or time she said she wanted it um handled basically like get in there get this stuff handled give it back to me so i could pass it on to Hunkley's cousin Sasha, who lives uh, in another uh, area, I think I mentioned what the town was. I don't. Handled's not a measurement of time. Well, it depends. What was the urgency with which she said it to you? I don't know. Perhaps we should uh... try telling that to uh, anyone of nobility. Uh, time is implied. 
Now, Warren, Methesic is still standing in front of you after you have basically, in, you know, questioned him about what he was what he was doing and gave you all this information. But you could see he's kind of like antsy, hopping from foot to foot. Uh, you get the sense that he's really very uncomfortable. You know what? I need to take a moment really quick. I told everybody I would tell them what the dark ta tapestry was about. I know that you mm. started filling it in last week, Ryan, but I wanted to run a few things about this really quick. I know it kind of breaks the the uh, momentum of this, but the dark tapestry is basically the darkness between the stars where inhabitants of Galarian believe true madness lies. Uh, there is speculation that a giant tentacled creature known as the Havero may originate from one of these far corners of the dark tapestry. And this is kind of cool. There are a few known texts that refer to the Dark Tapestry. One of this, one of these works is the occult lore entitled On Verified Madness. You should remember that, Junior. Carrion Crown, babe. Listen to book one. Yeah, it's out there on our archives. Anyways, back to you, Warren. Um, uh, I apologize, I had a brief power outage um no problem uh uh looking at uh stabby says uh, essentially the baroness has said handled and expedience is implied uh i have a feeling if we do not have this resolved by tomorrow she could become quite irate well stabby gives warren kind of a Kind of a slightly irritated look, but uh, quickly turns into a look of "All right, you're you're right." And then I I look at Dempsey and just kind of put my hands up like "All right, whatever Warren says." I think Mister Magic's got a point. We got nowhere better to be. Let's finish this, and then we can move on to that, right? And maybe we find more information, and then we know what to do. We're just not blindly going north. Look, I agree to That's... all of you just talking amongst yourselves and all, but whatever you're going to do, leave me out of this. I, I'm not going to explore the manor. I'm not going to go any further into the manor. If you're done oh, with me, God, I just don't sort of leave at this point. Uh, before you go, uh, might you be able to describe the other two servants? You, you mentioned their names before. What were they again? Linus and Saba. Linus and Saba. By any chance, do you know where they might have been before you enclosed yourself into this room? Well, they were, when Hunkley started, uh, forgive me, uh, when the master started going crazy, throwing things about the house and whatnot, um, I know that he started sparkling magic from his fingertips. And at that point, uh, they both headed towards the front door without delay. I myself decided to barricade myself in this room and wait out whatever was going on. Uh, I think Hunk Clay's, sorry, the master's temper tantrum lasted for about maybe five minutes. Things got quiet. And then a short while later, I heard this emanating boom echoing through the whole ground. And as I said before, I basically stayed here for several hours afraid to move and at least somebody detect that I was still in here. And I wasn't sure if that was possibly Linus and Saba that had received the brunt of his angst. 
were Linus or Saba, any of them the same height as Hunkley? Linus was or, probably about his height, little thinner, because the master wore his robes all the time. It was very difficult to see his physique, but uh, Linus was a, a very trim, nutritioned male, receding hairline, graying beard. Saba, she was probably somewhere in her mid-thirties or whatnot, but she looked much older. She had few teeth. <laughs> oh, you're, you're familiar with Saba. She knew how to party, <laughs> that's all I'll say. Saba, uh, no. <laughs> Dempsey's gonna kind of gesture behind him, and he just kind of points at the door with his thumb, and he's like, well, if those two left, who opened this door? You've been in that room. Any that idea who else would be in this manner? That was me. I uh, I heard, thought I heard something else. Possibly the master had came back. I wasn't certain. And so I did come out and I took a peek and I didn't see anybody. I started hearing some voices from the west wing of the manor and I could have sworn I closed the door. I quickly returned to this room and gently closed the door and slid the uh, the credenza back in front of the door. Dempsey kind of like pats him like almost too hard to the point that he like falls. I imagine he's kind of frail and he's like, oh, a little bit stronger than you look, huh? He looks frail, but he's really wiry, like wiry sinew, you know, where you get these these thin guys that are like meth heads that can really move some bicycles fast. Steal some copper wiring. Yeah. Know if you... <laughs> he knows how to rip some aluminum out of some houses, let me tell you. You've been also in adrenaline can... I think I have. Um... Can, right. can I... Was... Uh, I was... I, I'm not... Stebby's not quite sure about this guy. It, the the way that he describes that he was coming back in, I'm I'm a little suspect. Can I attempt a sense motive to see if he's being truthful or not about that it was him that left the door open and came back in? Sure. Yeah. Go right ahead. It's a nineteen. Nineteen. From everything you could tell, he seems completely truthful to what he's saying. There's there's no dissension coming from him at all. Okay. So Stebby, Stebby looks around and he's like, what are we doing, boys? We, we've got, it's clear that, that uh, Warren wants to complete the job here. Um, you know, I, Do I'd you like not? To... Do you not want to be paid? No, I want to be paid, but... Um, Especially I, if you struck this, such a hard bargain. No, it's just this futzing about is, is making me uh, fidgety. I, I want to get done and out of here. Very well. Um, Warren will uh, pick up his uh, um, parchment and his pen and will start, will uh, go into uh, the previously barricaded room and continue taking inventory. Wasn't there a second door in here? Not oh, in yes. that room. Oh, or not in the room, but in the kitchen? In the kitchen, I think. I think Stebby's kind of got Dempsey worked up, so he's going to walk over and try that second door okay tell me what you want to do with the door just grab the handle and 
Let it fly. Door opens inwards. Mm-hmm. And you can see that within our... Uh, opens on a 10 by 5 room with a deep cupboard, which contains plates and cups. Uh, you see four closed cases, about two feet wide and one feet long, about a depth of six inches or so, and they appear to be closed. Six cases? Four, four cases, cases, you said? Four cases. That are two by one by six inches. I mean, I guess pop one open. We'll see what it is. The first one you open, you see that there's a, uh, a set of silverware in there. Nice. And pop a next one. Same thing, but a, a different kind of set. Okay. I'll just keep going. Hey, wands of healing them. in there. <laughs> all four of them open up, and they're all—they all have sets of silverware that are all different. They all have different ornate uh, designs upon them. Uh, some of them are more fancy. Some of them are brushed. Some of them are polished. Hmm. This stuff all seems really, really mundane so far. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Is Methesic still standing there? He is. He he wants to leave, but he's still uncertain if there will be a reper- any repercussions if he does leave. Almost as though he's waiting to be possibly dismissed. Um, Warren will pull out uh, a gold coin as he, if he notices he's there, like, unsure of what to do. And we'll give it to him and say, we still are pulling past- his pants down. Oh, sorry, my my misunderstanding. There, so just hunk like uh, man, you know, mannerisms. <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna do with you? Starts twitching. Oh no, no. He grabs. Uh, he takes your gold piece. Um, go to the inn. Got a prison term. Purchase yourself uh, a room for the evening. Um, we still have the task uh, given to us by the Baroness that we will complete. Um, and then afterwards we will, uh, entreat her on your, um, behalf to, um, make sure that, uh, you are able to either find, uh, other gainful employment in the city or, um, request that she assist you in perhaps, uh, moving to a nearby town if you would prefer not to remain here. Roll a, uh, diplomacy check on that. Uh, roll a witness protection roll. <laughs> yes. <Right. laughs> oh, nice. relocate you. That is a twenty-six. Brian, are you going to take into account on that diplomacy check what what Methesic's attitude is towards us? Yeah. In fact, I just rolled against his, but his is so high he didn't even stand a chance. He looks at you and he takes the gold piece. He says. I'm yours to command, Master. I'll wait for you at the Wise Piper Inn. Excellent. Thank you for treating me as well as you have. Might I offer a word of advice? Of course. Your knowledge of this uh, manner is much more than ours. He leans in close so only you can hear him, and he says, Do yourself a favor and stay away from the basement area. There's nothing but misfortune. Linus received a whip for going down there. And at that, he mm. actually leaves and 
I mean, and it's not a slow walk. He's like jamming to get the hell out of the manor. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got money in his pocket. He's ready to roll. There's in booze. Mm. There you go. So, I mean, while um, Warren's doing his inventory of these couple rooms, like, what do you two want to do? Oh, Flint will actually like to pop into that same room and he'll actually start helping appraise some of these things. So he'll look over the uh, silverware and and stuff that Dempsey found and he'll uh, appraise them. He'll take time to, you know, jot it all down, kind of like following Warden's uh, lead on what he's been doing. As you take the time, take your 10 minutes to, to look at these different sets, you realize they're all worth uh, 200 gold pieces each. That's or okay, per set, per set, yes, per set. Okay, I was gonna say individually, I was like, damn, yeah, we found three <laughs> sets, six sets, right? Or six or three, four, four, four. Do now get that at man. <laughs> I, I, I thought six boxes or something. Little, like that. little did we know that Dempsey is multi classed into rogue. No, that's just David. <laughs> Dempsey's actually pretty honest. I do want to point out um, to Stabi. I don't know if he saw him, but you said there were boxes over by those cots on the uh, east side of the kitchen, like behind that curtain. Aren't yeah, there, there like was, uh, two boxes foot chests? Yeah, two foot chests. Two foot chests. One at yeah, the. Like, hey, uh, man. Did Did you see these? I I did. I've been been waiting for us to kind of finish up with Methesic before. Uh, I looked at these. I, I didn't want to distract us from dealing with Methesic, but I'm I'm interested in those chests. Um, are they something that like Warren has has gotten to yet? That he is that that I'm um, in the process of of notating, inventorying. Doesn't matter. The less you know, the better. I'm we didn't assuming open them, that at so some we don't point, know what's in them. Dempsey and Flint had told you what was in the. Uh in that cupboard, which is basically what the room next to where Methesic was, was holed up in is basically just a storage cupboard. Oh, okay. So the only things left would be the, the two foot chests at the end of the cot. There was nothing of, of value where Methesic was, was holed up mm-hmm. and the room still just stinks to high hell of piss and shit and overripe fruit and pruno basically. Yeah, well, as Warren's going through, is he's having judicious use of prestidigitation to like clean up as much as he can, but I know that only goes so far. Like there is a certain point where you just need like an effective scrub brush. I think a gold piece will be more than happy to get a old Methesic that scrub brush. Right. He's probably knee deep in a hot bath and a beautiful blonde right now. Oh damn. Knee deep, huh? <laughs> Knee deep enough. <laughs> yeah. So while Warren is um, inventorying the rest of this room, I'd, I'd like to go over to the chest at the end of the cot. Okay. And uh, make an attempt at a trap or a search for traps. Now tell me which one you're going to look at. There's two. One to the left and one to the right. Um, let's do the one on the right. Okay. Right is right. Uh, perception check, 22. 22 you don't seem to see uh any traps you feel fairly confident that it's it's not trapped 
And what type of locking mechanism does it have on it? Or does it even have one? I think you'd be looking at disabled device to uh, pick the lock on that. No, I'm asking, is there a lock? You're oh, telling yes, there's me a lock. there yeah. is. Okay. Yeah, they both have locks on them. Okay, so I will attempt the disable device on that first one. That is going to be a 16. And you hear the lock disengage and snap open. Okay, I'll open that uh, right, right-sided chest. You see inside uh, two shirts, a pair of pants, uh, a leather, pair of leather boots, and that's that's it. Linus's stuff, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I, I look back at Dempsey and I say, "This is just like commoner clothes. I, why would they have this locked?" They Seems don't trust odd. each other, I guess. Um, can I um, move some stuff to the side, like, and see if there's like a false bottom on this chest? Okay. Um, what another close. perception check? Just make a perception check on that. That's sixteen. Sixteen. You notice that there is a false panel in the base of it. Fucking rogue. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Okay, um, I'll move that. <laughs> I'm going to move a, that panel. You see a gold bracelet in there and two bead necklaces. The bead necklaces are probably completely worthless. The gold necklace is worth uh, 10 gold pieces. It's a necklace? Yeah. Are you sure it's a necklace? Are you just like, like, you know, palm, palming this stuff? Or are you because nobody's looking the, at you? Are you showing the other people what you're finding? No, I they're they're all to my back. Okay, I'm not looking. A, I'm over there doing jumping jacks. Make your sleight of hand if you want to do that. Yep. So I'm gonna want to make a perception check to see if. Uh, I mean, Warren is in the process of looking around. So while he may not specifically be trying to keep an eye on stabby and he's looking for essentially anything that would um fit the Warren's reason in the other room Warren's in the other room uh, oh I thought those were <laughs> at the foot of the cot where uh um no they're on the other side of the the curtain that divided the room never mind then yeah yeah leave me to my theft okay you should have just <laughs> seductively closed the curtain <laughs> like I just gotta take a quick nap. <laughs> All right, slide hand. Uh, if nobody else is in that room, you really don't need to. Okay, I'm the only one there, so I'm gonna slip that gold necklace into my. I think Dempsey and Flint are in the uh, the cupboard. Yeah. So I'm like yeah. in between there and in between the kitchen, just kind of whatever. Taking your inventory because as you're doing that, he's doing. I'm like drawing in a coloring book. <laughs> I'm taking Dang my own records. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna take that gold necklace. I'm gonna slip it in, you know, behind my armor uh, for now. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put replace the false bottom and then put the clothes and the boots back in the position that they were. Okay. I'm gonna close that chest and then I'm gonna attempt to relock it. Yeah, just a simple snip, like a D-ring lock. Okay. So I I lock that chest. And I'm going to turn my attention to the one on the left now. Okay. I'm going to do a uh, perception check uh, for traps first. That's a 25. No traps detected. Okay. And then um, I'm going to attempt to pick said lock. Oops. 
going to disable device that. And that is going to be a 25. 25. You hear that one let loose too. Okay. Uh, I open up the open up the, the chest. You see uh, an apron. Two pairs of lederhosen. Yeah. Yeah. And what appears to be some kind of a, like a bonnet. Okay. Um, I'm going to do the same thing and attempt to um, identify if there's a false bottom. There is on that one as well. Okay. And I'll, I'll peel that back and see if I can determine what's under there. You see a, uh, a vial of a light blue liquid that's corked and sealed in wax. And you see a ring that's just a silver ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I will take both. And then I'll do the same thing. Uh, put everything back to where it was. Um, so it looks undisturbed. Close it and then lock the chest. And again, everybody else is still in the other rooms, basically finishing off. And at some point, you guys will reconvene with one another. Is there anything else in that kind of behind that curtain other than the chest or just no, the just the, the just the two cots with the two chests? That's it. Okay. So um, Stebby comes out from behind the curtain and just kind of stretches like he's bored, you know, waiting for Warren to finish up his, his clerical duties here and says, what, Warren, are we almost done in here? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we can go there. Uh, Flint, did I see you taking note of the other stuff? Uh, yes, and then uh, he'll enter, I guess it would be like the main oh, kitchen area. <laughs> rage one! Uh, he'll <laughs> enter the uh, kitchen where I guess everyone's kind of meeting up. Uh, everything's accounted for in this room. Okay. Did you guys find anything else of mentioning? No. Uh, by the way, Brian, um, as I, I haven't mentioned it like today yet, but um, uh, as rhythm. Warren's going through, is he he is. Uh, as Warren's going through, he is. Um, uh, I am using detect magic pretty much everywhere, just seeing what else there is. I know the walls are going to light up. That's fine, but seeing if I have there's any specific items that might. Yeah, just just keep me. Uh, up to date on that as you go mm-hmm. through room to room because I'll probably forget if there's anything going on with that. Um, okay. But as I mentioned before, uh, other than the perimeter of the manor itself, which has got a soft glow to it, there's nothing else that's that's striking you as being uh, an aggressive or an oppressive type of a arcane spell or device. Mm-hmm. Is, okay. is that faint glow only visible to Warren? Yes. Okay. I don't suppose there's any kind of water in the kitchen. You could know there? this too, if only you spoke Hovitos. Hatana oh. Matusa! Tomata! Are you saying they're Webitos? Nope. Robitussin's kicking in. No, man, that's a Raiders of the Lost Ark. No? Dr. Jones. I got oh, nothing. Yeah, I remember oh that. Gosh. That would be Temple mm-hmm. of Doom, though, wouldn't it? Nope. Raiders of the Lost Dr. Ark. Dr. Jones. Oh. Well, his would be no time for love, Uh-oh. Dr. Jones. Short round. That was Belloc holding up the idol. Oh, yeah, where he got it he burned into his hand. No, man, the, the golden head idol. Belloc, the French dude. Oh, right, I think okay. we're going to have to have a movie night. He's like, 
Too bad the Hovidos don't know you the way I know you, Belloc. He's like, yes, perhaps you could warn them if only you spoke Hovitos. And he holds it up. He's all. Then Jones gets up and runs. He's all. And they, they chase after him as he's running towards a plane. I remember the scene. I just don't remember the language you're speaking. It's Hovitos, man. <laughs> so you must have watched that with Obviously, the captions on. Obviously, get with the program. Dude, uh, I watched that, I don't know how many times as a young dude. I'm young. sure you've been popping the uh, Robitussin with the straw again, huh? I'm doing Robitussin <laughs> shots tonight, man. Leave me alone. And I'm chasing it with voodoo chasers. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna... make me proud. So Stebby's going to kind of make his way back towards... Only I would make you be that. Stebby's going to make his way back towards the... Uh the main room where the birds are dead and just kind of go stand over by the door. Okay. Lean up against the wall and which and, door? Uh, the Northeast, you know, that leaves that or the, yeah, the Northwest where it leaves that area. Not the front door. No, no, no. I'm just going to leave the kitchen area and, and kind of lean up closer to that door and just fold my arms, like waiting Ooh. impatiently for this room to get inventoried. Okay. Do you guys want to go up or down? Oh, let's go up. Just get that out of the way because that's probably more limited. Who knows how long we'll spend in the basement. But I yell over to Warren again. I said, are you done in here, Warren? Are you done? Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are leaving. Let's go. All right. I'll start. I'll take the lead again. I'll start walking up the stairs. Who's following? I'll, I'll take second position. Third? I'll take third. Right, that was that you, Warren? Me. That was the Warren caboose. <laughs> yeah, bringing up the caboose. Choo -choo. So you go that... up this. No, go ahead. Oh, you go up the spiral staircase. <clears throat> Excuse me. About 15 feet up. And it delivers you onto a lusciously furnished library that's 30 feet wide by 60 feet long from north to south with the uh, same half-circle curvature in the north as the Grand Hall below. You see there are three tall wooden bookcases, each 25 feet long, that are running north to south in the middle of the room, down the center. And in the northeast corner, just before the room begins its curvature, sits another bookcase made of iron. Um, is there anything in the room that is immediately popping up as magic to Warren? Oh, I'm sorry. Aside you know, I, from... I did not finish uh, describing the rest of the room. Oh, <clears> sorry. <throat> My bad. No, it's it's. I forgot to turn the page. You also see a stuffed grizzly bear that towers in the northwest corner. Its claws and fangs bared aggressively. The east wall features 16 paintings of various planets in gold-plated gold frames. You see there's a wooden door in the east wall, a wooden door in the west wall with a ladder right beside it that leads up to a trap door in the ceiling. Oh. Warren, as you're looking around, you hear this voice in your head. Only you can hear this voice. Belheim. This is what we seek. 
This is what I have taught you and prepared you for. Do not fail me as you have done before. It's almost like a tickle in the back of your brain. Dad? And make a con save. Oh, okay. This is going to end real well. Uh, my saving throws are... There they are. I'm assuming you mean fortitude save. Yes, sorry. Make a fortitude save. That's a five. You take two points of wisdom damage as this... Five. And I'll need you to make a, a save again to have that go away. Uh, oh, okay. <clears throat> Wait till everybody goes through their, their round of whatever they're going to do, then, then make it again. Okay. You, you guys actually would probably, like, see Warren, like, look around for a moment, and then, like, his head just kind of, like, just sort of like twitches. You see like one of his eyes kind of like roll up to the side for just a moment. Like you just gave us your O face. <laughs> He's really liking this library. <laughs> so are you all on deck or are you guys still like spiraling up the staircase at this point? I think we would probably all be in the, uh, in the library. Because I kind of described it as, as Warren would be peaking starting to come through the turnabout and actually see the room before him, mm -hmm. you know? Do we notice that Warren Warren's having a, a seizure? Probably the only person that would would be Flint, who was bringing up the rear. He'd probably smell the seizure before he would see it. <laughs> Someone smelled burnt <laughs> toast. Like a service dog. Sin oh, sorry, breakfast. <laughs> Uh, can I make a perception on uh, on Warren as go right enters ahead. the library? Yeah, go right ahead. That is going to be 22. Well, you don't see his eyes kind of get a little wide. You do see him white knuckle the railing for a, like a half a second. But it's enough for you to just to detect his slight pause. Um, as I'm entering and getting closer to Warren, I'm going to kind of put my hand on his shoulder and be like... As you're entering and getting closer to Warren. <laughs> <laughs> well, entering the, the, the room that we're in and getting closer to where Warren's at, I'm going to rest my hand on him. Are you feeling all right? Huh? Oh. You tell me. Sure. Just, make, just fine. And make your fortitude save again as he's asking you this. Fortitude or wisdom? You said wisdom originally. It's fortitude. I actually I said con before, but it's for fortitude. And it affects his. Yeah, I'm sorry, wisdom. wisdom. Yeah, but it, it's, wisdom the fortitude's man. tied to the wisdom. Got it. Uh, a little better. That's an eleven. Eleven. You're still feeling the effects of it. Okay. Hmm. Um, I. Warren's not having his quote-unquote seizure again, but you guys uh, will probably flint if he's, as he initially noticed it. Probably notice Warren seems a little bit like, you see him like looking around, but he doesn't seem to be taking things in quite as fast as he might normally. Uh, flint actually wants to try two things. 
he's gonna tell Warren, you should um, try maybe getting some bread and, and some water in you. You you might be running low on your blood sugar of, of some kind. <laughs> but he wants the second to, thing uh, he's gonna try. Second thing he's gonna try, he wants to actually um, kind of, it's called aura, but I believe it's kind of like detect uh, evil. Since my uh, deity aligns with uh, being good, I think I could sense some kind of evil or an aura of an evil presence or a negative energy type. Now, as you cast that, is it benign? Like you basically know? Uh, it's, let me pull it up again. Like you don't have to make a roll for that, do you? I don't think I have to make a roll, but it definitely increases better with the more time I, I focus it. It's like uh, Warren's uh, detect magic. Then I'm going to let Warren describe if you detect anything at all. Um. So as you are looking at Warren, at first you, notice, you don't really notice anything, but if you spend more than a round using that ability looking at him, what you will notice is at first you think it's almost like a shadow at the way like light is hitting him it's just moving a little bit not quite how it should um uh particularly around like uh uh the back of his head or like behind his ears or something like that and then if you pay a little bit more attention to it the shadow uh takes on like a slightly different cast and you'll notice that it's moving very subtly on its own almost like a almost like a very small flame might very slowly like waver back and forth you a hologram dog <laughs> it's too is there a comma in there <clears throat> is that mm -hmm. a hologram dog or a hologram comma dog <laughs> comma watch your comma insert comma <laughs> Comma, 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 chameleon. Is there a, a chair we could try to get him into while um, Flint's doing I don't doing even know if, if like, Stabby or Dempsey have, have noticed anything. Um, if, if I'm able to, Brian, I would like to take one more attempt to try to shake this off. Yeah, go for it. Okay, there we go. That's an 18. 18. You begin to feel the effects of the words that were spoken in your head ebb away. You're able to, it almost feels as though like this oppressing cloud has has left you, leaving you more space to breathe in. You start feeling all your faculties return to you once again. Mm -hmm. It's to be you and Dempsey originally came to the uh, to the floor first. What are you two doing? I imagine uh -huh. um, like looking at the painting, like, oh, this guy looks like my uncle. And there's a lot of paintings. I think I said there were 16 of these things along the, uh, which wall was it? Eight. I don't remember. I mean, I would mostly just want to do a, like a, a 360 of the room and look around and just, I mean, we could kind of stay together just in case there's another pit or whatever. What do you, what do you want to do? I'll, I'll, I'll stay close to Dempsey, but, um, Roughly, how many books are in in this room? 
Well, if you look at the uh, the three main cabinets, there's probably, I'm going to say probably about 200 books on those three cabinets. But the one uh, iron bookcase that you see, you see that it's in the, uh, the northeast corner. There are only 16 books in this one. But it, it has uh, doors that are closed. So you can see through the iron doors, but you can't actually touch them. Is there a lock on the iron doors? Uh, where are you at to detect that? Are you actually going up to it? Yeah, I'm 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 gonna go there is a lock I, on it. Okay. So I'll walk over there too. Um I'm gonna uh see if I can detect detect a trap. Okay. Go ahead so, make your perception check. Twenty-four. There appears to be a uh some kind of a trap on on the lock itself. So I I turn around and, and look at uh Dempsey and say, Hey, there's there's a trap on on this one. What you're gonna say, can you try opening this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my person. Send him in. <laughs> um, Dempsey, there's a trap on this one. There's there's something important in this in this bookcase. Must be something good, huh? Yeah. Somebody must special uh, books. Yeah, perhaps. I think so if there's if they're under lock and key. Uh, I'm going to attempt a uh, disable device and that is going to roll as a, uh, a 10. You think you disabled it? Oh God. Yes. <laughs> so do I, do I have a, you don't hear a click though, but you, you, you think, you okay. So I have it. a sense at least that I didn't, that I didn't quite disable or unlock this. Or, or, or since that uh, you did. <laughs> you don't think you unlocked it. Is there a way to set it off without using your regular hand? No, but I can I can attempt another disabled device. Um I'm just looking to see uh I'm looking to see if I what what my penalty is to trying it a second time. Um, I think every well, time it, it drops down by two. What the what drops the, down the by attempt? Two. Okay, I'm going to attempt it again. Okay, that's twenty-two. Twenty-two. You hear the spring of the needle disengage. And you hear the lock disengage itself. Okay. Dempsey, I think I got it this time. What were you going to say, Junior? Um, Flint also has possession of three keys. An iron key, a copper key, and a very tiny key that we took from the bird's leg. I wanted to remind uh, Stebby that we also have those as well. Now you tell me. Well, you were so concentrated. You're so cute when you try. It's all squinty and shit. <laughs> it's all about the success. You get that uh, serotonin boost when you, you know, succeed. That's right. You look like you I ate wanna... raisins this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to rob you from that. 
Stebby is gonna um he <laughs> believes that he has opened and he he, he grabs the two doors and kind of closes his eyes and oh god kind of turns his head to the side and tries to swing open the doors of that bookcase they do open and you see there like i said there's 16 books eight per shelf eight per shelf how many shelves two two shelves jesus criminy uh, holy shit this is your public schools tonight. right there <laughs> holy shit easy i caught I, myself I, I question your disabled device role at this mm -hmm. point hey i've i figured it out just <laughs> little lapse in judgment calm down so two shelves eight books are they in are they in any particular like, are they all in the center of the shelf? Dewey Decimal, man. The Dewey Decimal system. This is it decimal, not decibel? Oh. We're not yelling Decibles out loud, Dewey. Yeah, I was say, Where's <laughs> Dewey? <laughs> Dewey, come over here. <laughs> decibel three. So I, I'd i like to look at, at kind of look over the books, the bindings, and see if there's, are there any words or anything scribed on the bindings of the books? Stuff you probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't make any sense to you. What are you trying to say? I'm saying that you're probably not going to know. Uh, <laughs> one of the books says uh, "Book of Extended Summoning," "Flesh Golem Manual," "Manual of War." Uh, well, first off, are they even uh, in common? They're in silver. The other ones are are more of a different, like Osirian. Because uh, you could tell by a hieroglyphic type of a of a binding. Mm -hmm. uh, other ones are almost as though scratched with fingernails and whatnot. But outside of that, you're probably going to have a difficult time determining what the other ones are. I I call Warren over. I I turn back and yell to Warren. Uh, at that at that point, Warren's probably throwing out the effect of whatever is going on. He just you see him like kind of shake his head like he's trying to like. <laughs> shake off like a daydream or something and oh yeah oh i would be very careful getting into any of the books here please keep in mind that uh Hunkley is a uh, experienced practitioner well, warren this this iron bookshelf was locked was i i disabled a trap and unlocked it there's there's something special about this bookcase and as he's telling um, you that mm -hmm. uh dempsey what are you doing through this so, as you're watching this exchange of the I imagine the, that the, the uh bear trust just right kind now. of like I was so just room. like I was what? so just thinking like Dempsey's probably like pulling down like the bear's jaws like looking <laughs> in like anyone home I think like if his arms are out it's like gonna be that Bruce Lee thing where he does like the training dummy oh, and the he's just like dummy. left right yeah. left right left right yeah Flint, what are you doing as you're seeing this exchange? Flint's allowing uh, Warren and Stebby to continue on. He's actually interested in the pictures that are along the walls. Um, okay. Again, uh, do you want me to make a perception to see if there's any relationship in the other rooms? See if they like there's a pattern here other than because each room we go into is something different. It's I'm not going to have was... you make a roll for that. I'm I'm just going to let you know that they're they all have different planets 
in the different paintings. Some of them are just completely black. And I'm not talking about like, you know, like stars and stuff, but just completely black, like a black painted canvas. Other ones have like a few uh, constellations in there with a half a planet, uh, very similar to the ones downstairs, only these seem to be more esoteric than the ones that were downstairs. It's almost like you moved up a level, so you see a little bit more. Okay. Is any of these look like they are starting to piece together to maybe something bigger, or Hunkley was just a weird collector of whatever art he wanted to? Well, from what you can remember, what Mathesic said, uh, he was he was like a very what's the word I'm looking for obsessed with the dark tapestry, okay. which when when Warren had uh, his knowledge of the dark tapestry basically revealed that it's the space between the stars where they believe that uh, this void holds power and energy most most likely not contained by mortal pedestrians but but it's always strived for by the most highest of arcane practitioners you know to try to to contain this energy and use it for themselves. Okay. And final question. You want to all these paintings? Me? All these paintings, do they look like they're all made by a similar artist or different styles? I know that's a deep one. I mean, you could just I'm trying to see what you would have to uh they don't have a knowledge painting on here. Uh no, honestly, it would probably just be a simple appraise roll. Hey, is it the same brush strokes and yeah, all the different see, do an appraise yeah, something like that? Yeah. Do you have a, any skill points in that praise appraise? Yes, I do. Well, it shows up on my thing, but if I didn't have any points invested in it, I don't think it would have showed up. I think it would show up. No, it just it'll, it'll, it'll show up. What, it, what's your, it, the question is, is, is the bonus equal to your intelligence bonus? I think appraises. Yes, it, it is equal yeah. to my intelligence. Okay. okay, so you don't actually have any ranks in it. Oh. You wouldn't be able to tell then. Okay. I'll see, it was simple. Well, damn. Sorry. Sorry. So, Warren, you okay. see no, no, cool. over there, ghost fighting the, uh, the, the stuffed bear. bear. You see Flint, you know, taking a measure of the paintings. You are now standing in front of this bookcase with Stubby looking at several of these tomes. First off, um, I've definitely got still got Detect Magic up, even though I'm probably going to hit, my eyes are going to hate me here in a moment. Um, I'm assuming that multiple books in the library and probably all the books in the Iron Bookcase are showing up as actually magic. The ones in the Iron Bookcase are a few sporadic ones on the other shelves, occasionally light off they're much dimmer i don't know if there's mm -hmm. a an intensity to the hue that you see that but they they don't they don't uh, it, look, they don't appear as potent as the ones that are under lock and key understandable um taking uh stock of the books that are in the iron bookcase uh obviously a spellcaster's library is a reflection of what their interest in the arcane might be. What 
uh, based on this, we obviously know that Hung Clay's got at least uh, more than passing interest in the dark tapestry and the void between the stars. What other type of magic did it look like he was focused on based on his choice of literature? Uh, if you could do, uh, like take an all-encompassing guess based on, you know, this book, this book, this book, and this book, what would they all kind of have in common? You would say that they all correspond to uh, summoning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like okay. trying to to bring something in to the uh, does it into the material plane. So does it seem to be more summoning um, a specific like creature? For instance, is it um, summoning? like not saying in this case but is it specifically summoning like a demon to like have as your servant or is it summoning um an entity or like a power source or something a little bit more esoteric than that well like just as you're scanning the books you can see written in in common flesh golem manual manual of war book of extended summoning and those books that are written in English, uh, they're common, I should say. I'll kind of give you an idea of, it looks like the creation and summoning of something. So maybe something's being brought in. And as you're scanning, you hear that voice in the back of your brain say again, fifth book, second row. And as your eyes scan down to the second row, you see the fifth book. It looks like the binding is blank. But as you scan from the top to the bottom, you see letters appear. And then as, as you go to the next letter, the top letter disappears. And it continues that way. And it takes you two passes, three passes. For eventually, you're, you make out that there are letters on the binding. And that they these letters form words. And it says, Astral Shift of Realm. Just off the top of Warren's head, what is that book likely to um, contain within it? Ravika. Sorry. What? <laughs> Sorry. Make a knowledge arcana. Mm, not great. 15? 15. You know, it has something to do with bringing something from the astral realm into the material realm. Okay. But that's really all you know. Okay. Um, in kind of under his breath, um, probably to sound like he's might be like just cursing at, at something or whatever. Uh, Warren says, um, in, in Ignan, uh, the language of fire elementals, uh, he says, uh, in due time. Um, and, uh, you have made me wait so long. And conti continuing, um, muttering, uh, he says, uh, he says, and you have waited that long because you trapped me. Wait a little longer. And, uh, Warren will start. Do not fail me or I'll put you in the ring. 
forever. And then you will never get your book. I will think about that. <laughs> MC's like, bless you. Because <laughs> he's over there talking like, oh, he's <laughs> talking <laughs> You know, he's really getting his epilepsy going, guys. <laughs> um, and Warren um, will just say to the others, "This, these books are potentially very dangerous. I'm just going to take inventory of them, and we're going to close this bookcase for the time being. Um, Stabby, I would appreciate it if you would make sure that the cabinet is relocked once we're done. Are you done now? Uh, yeah, Warren will. <laughs> you done now? <laughs> Warren, Warren will. Warren will just take like a minute, you know, document the books that are in there and put like estimated value, which is probably approaching priceless. <laughs> the price of your soul, right? Well, Stabby looks back at Warren and says, "Are you really gonna? Are you gonna inventory like all two hundred of these books?" No, 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 no. I'm inventorying these books. No, the other ones. I the other we have other items to inventory. Are you gonna inventory all 200 of these books? No, I am not. I will briefly go through them. If there is anything of note, I will make specific reference to those. And otherwise everything is getting cataloged as another, you know, 183 books or however many there are left. Okay, because I'm I'm getting awfully bored just following you around inventory and stuff so let's let's step it up warren warren <laughs> warren hands <laughs> warren hands the paper and the 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 pen down to, to stabby you're welcome to uh take this on if you wish no you time to lean time to clean buddy get to it <laughs> stretch your feet lose your seat <laughs> i i kind of dismiss warren and his his uh attempt to hand me the uh the paper and the pen i turn my back and and i go to uh, lock the iron chest maybe there's uh somewhere else for the keys i think flint had a good idea with the um keys can we look around and see if there's something else that would fit that well like i said there's there's two doors one to the one in the west wall one in the east wall and there's a a ladder that leads up to a trap door above you and just because i've seen a lot of movies can I try the bear arms? Are there any like secret passages? Like I can try activate? them on or what? Yeah, just rip them <laughs> off, throw them at haven't, somebody. Haven't you heard about the right to bear arms? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> make me in this <laughs> session on that. Holy shit. I mean, like nothing pulls I'll down. I'll turn the session like, around. I sing right here. Place. Uh, anyway. So you want to like, move the bear arms? Yeah, I mean, is there anything like that? Like, they're, they're pretty stationary the yeah they're pretty stationary okay whoever Nothing. did the taxidermy on this you know made them so they wouldn't sag down in the, the warm months someone knew their business <laughs> uh warren trade. will just warren will just turn to the others and say look if you want to check out uh the other rooms at least make sure that they're safe and nothing untoward is in them please do i need probably another at least 10 minutes in here yeah this seems like easy money so we'll just keep looking through the rooms just clearing them out like the SWAT team 
All right, Stebby. Which door do you want to go? Door to the left, door to the right. Or which one smells like treasure? Yeah. Or there's the ladder. Speaking his language. Or the yeah. or the ladder. Right is right. Yeah, your choice. Right. So we're going to the east. To the east? Yep, to the east. Okay. East. To the west. And east. east is the door we will open next session. Waiting for treasure. I want to kill somebody. I'm just, I'm gonna Treasure's gonna. Guy. You got three people standing right beside you. But I like <laughs> these guys. <laughs> They're all right. They haven't pissed you off yet. Holy crap.